Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Good morning, Dee. Hello. Hello. December. Yeah, I know. And I'm super excited about about the topic today because I just came from a workshop last weekend to kick off my December that I think is going to launch me into this amazing new year. Hmm. Well, that's exciting to hear. Yeah. What was the workshop? So it was a workshop about, I think the overall, the overarching theme was empowerment. Hmm. What made it so unique was this woman, the facilitator, brought in this concept that I had no idea was even part of empowerment. And this concept, this idea was pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think of pleasure as a luxury. I mean, I'm a hard worker, you know, I'm driven, I strive for what I strive for, you know, et cetera. And I thought pleasure just comes after the hard work, maybe a little bit sometimes. <laughs> and I thought that it would be amazing today for us to talk about actually prioritizing pleasure, like actually making pleasure a priority. Hmm. And I thought to myself, wait, wait a second, what does this have to do with leadership, <laughs> right? Rethinking leadership. I think it has everything to do with rethinking leadership because I think that as leaders in a company, leaders in a community, leaders in a family, leaders in your own life, a lot of times pleasure, if it even gets onto the list, it's at the very, very bottom. Yeah. And I, right. I don't think we recognize that filling our cups and really acknowledging and even wanting to meet our desires, you know, are even part of the equation. Whereas in reality, if we do that, we're so much more available, so much happier, so much more, we have so much more joy and we can do what we do from a a really much more holistic place. Yes. Yeah. I'd like, I didn't hear about the workshop, but you know, you mentioned that they talked about pleasure in the context of empowerment. And so, you know, I think as far as how does that relate to leadership? It's, it's beyond self-care. I mean, it feels that way to me. We're talking about something that's beyond just the basics of self-care and now talking about how to use use the term, fill my cup, you know, how to really feel fulfilled to give myself the desires of my heart, maybe, you know, the things that bring me joy as a, as an empowerment process, you know, I then, right. We've talked in probably many episodes about the idea about how our words create worlds, our story kind of ekes over into our reality. You know, my inner story influences my relationships in the moment. And and when I think about this idea of prioritizing pleasure, I think a client popped into my mind right away. And I know all of us have a story like this or some story about pleasure, but her story was, oh no, it's got to be hard. You know, I'm supposed to struggle. If it comes easy, it's, I, I should be skeptical of it. You know, it just occurs to me that I'm curious to like, listen in to my own story about what am I telling myself about pleasure and about fulfillment and desires of my heart? You know, where does that play a role in my everyday life? Does it play a role? Right. Bingo. Because it's so true. And I think culturally we are taught to make sure everybody else's needs are met. If you're a leader, 
right? You know, make sure that the the company needs are met, the people that are working with your company's needs are met, your family's needs are met, your community's needs are met, your mm-hmm. church or your synagogue or your mosque, you know, like, you know, your religious needs community are, are met. And it's, if there's it's, anything left over. If anything. there's anything <laughs> left over, you know, there, there will be crumbs, but it's, there's some kind of a, a reward in that, you know, just culturally. Yeah. You know, you've given of yourself, like if God forbid you go to a funeral, how much he or she gave and gave and gave and gave until they were empty. And giving is amazing. And how are you receiving? How are you filling your, you know, your own well? And I think what we're talking about here is it is self-care, but it's at this extreme level because it is so radical in our culture. Hmm. To actually prioritize your pleasure. You know, I, I think a lot of people shy away from that word. There's, you know, desire and pleasure are a slippery slope for a some. A little taboo, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, pleasure could actually be that, yeah, I have five minutes to read this report that I'm going to read. You know what? I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to, you know, a scented candle. I'm going to pour myself a cup of tea and wrap myself in this blanket while I read this report you know, create the environment that's pleasurable for me while I focus on this. Uh, you know, environment is so important. I, I think that, I mean, when you said that, that really strikes something in me that I'm going to do the thing I'm doing anyway. You know, how am I supporting me while I'm doing that thing? How am I, you know, because it really doesn't take that much extra effort. And I think about a little ritual that I have, which may seem silly, or I'm not really sure, but this is really important to me is, you know, I'm always on the go, as I'm sure most people are. But every time on sunny days that I walk outside to get in my car, I stop beside my car. And before I open the door, I just look up, look up to the sun because my car's nice and warm. It's been baking in the warm driveway. And I just breathe in that warmth, feel the warmth of the sun on my face and take a breath. And it's a practice that probably takes me 60 seconds or less. Sometimes it's pretty, it's actually pretty funny because sometimes that may be the first time I actually looked up literally all day, you know, I'm looking down and I've, I've, there's many times when I've gone, Oh my gosh, look at the clouds. Whoa, look at the sky's so blue today. Like I didn't even notice it before. Right. But I take that moment. That's something that fills me with so much pleasure and it, it take it moves me out of my head for a moment. So I'm in, I'm going, okay, what's next on the calendar? All right. I got to get here by this time. Let's, you know, jump in the car, blah, blah, blah. But in that moment, I am smiling. I am filling myself, just fulfilling myself. And it's something so simple, but it's, it boosts me. It, it shifts my energy from like a doing, got it, and like a should mode. I need or need to be, I must be, to, oh, this is nice. And yes. I'm still going to go and do the thing I'm doing, obviously, right? But yeah, so when I think about pleasure or like taking self care to another level, that's the kind of thing that, that I think is just allowing myself to even know what are those little tiny rituals in a day that fill me up, break me into a smile and shift my heart, you know, back to the space of peace. And then, you know, I move forward from there. Yeah. Giving you, giving yourself the things that you love. You know, I, I happen to love coffee. You know, Mm -hmm, I will wake up, I'll wake up you know, a half an hour, an hour earlier so that I don't have to rush, you know, through that coffee ritual. I want to write my gratitude journal. I want to read 
you know, my sacred text while I'm drinking my coffee. And that's really important to me. So I will make the time for that. And so that feels like pleasure. That's cool. And I want to say something on that. Like in, in contrast to that, I love sleeping. I mean, I know you love sleeping too, but I literally like that was, I had to change my story of you should get up earlier. You should, you know, you should, you, why, you know, why can't you, everybody else gets up early. And, you know, I had a story about what, you know, how I was supposed to do things, how being a leader or running a company is supposed to look, you're supposed to start at 5am or whatever. Mm. And I just realized, you know what, I am so much more available to people when I've had a little extra sleep. And I know there's only a couple of days of the week when I can sleep until my kids, they're in high school now. So I mean, they get themselves riding out the door, but I hear the door close on their way out, which is 720. And I let wow. myself sleep to 720 a couple of days of the week. And even if I'm awake before that, I'll lay there until I hear, you know, that's like kind of my signal. Okay, now it's time to go. And um, that's something that I had to learn. That's a pleasure I enjoy just lying there. And mm. and I had, it felt very indulgent, like who sleeps till 720, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think that's your, that's a good point. It felt, it feels indulgent and we are ashamed uh, as a culture. I think that mm-hmm. there's a lot of shame around indulgence. Wow. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, I've had it, so I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but but what if we we would allow ourselves to feel more fulfilled and content because we were willing to receive the desires of our heart? You know, we had this experience on the weekend where, you know, the facilitator said, okay, so write down your desires. You can't, there was 2,000 people in the room. I can't believe how many people had trouble with like number one because we don't even go there. Right. We don't oh, even go amazing. there. Uh-huh. I don't even know what I desire. Right. Yeah. You know, and you may enjoy doing things. You may put things on your calendar. I'm going to go on a hike. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to um, meet up with a friend. I'm going to whatever you put on your calendar. You know, even the work that we love. You know, I'm going to work on this project. But are we doing it with pleasure? You know, are we slowing down? Are we sensing? You know, are we doing it in a mind, body, spirit kind of a way versus just, you know, working with your mind and getting through it? Yeah. You know, and you said slowing down. And I think, I don't know if this is true, but I wonder if to really allow ourselves, it feels to me like to do, to really allow myself to uh, experience as much pleasure in the doing as possible. I do need to slow down. And I guess that's, I I think as I'm saying it out loud, I think I do want to say that it is you know, just a truth, because if I'm not slowing down enough to be present to it, then I'm not going to get as much pleasure out of it. Right. So I think there is this connection between slowing down and receiving the pleasure. You know, like you said, I might Mm. be enjoying this, this conversation with my friend, or I'm enjoying this, you know, that I'm going to, this project I'm working on, but when I can slow down for a moment and take a breath and just like almost step back from it and and just acknowledge my pleasure, like, wow, this feels really good to be getting this done, or I'm so enjoying this conversation, or just like notice the pleasure. That requires a slowing down. Yes. And I think also, if you know that because you've experienced it, then prioritizing pleasure means that you're going to create the time for it. So right. this isn't going to be, you know, this is not going to be a quick thing. We're going to take our time. Well, yeah, I guess what actually, so I think that's true. And I don't think it's, it has to be that way. So I didn't necessarily mean that it takes more time to do things that bring me pleasure. It's just that while I'm doing them, I need to slow down 
you know, my own, my own pre- level of presence, my own thought process mm-hmm. to just pause, press the pause button on whatever's happening in there and just really acknowledge okay, yeah. that I'm and in. And feel it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. feel it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Receive. We talked actually our last episode, right. wasn't it? Or two episodes ago was on um, receptivity. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think pleasure feeds the soul. And when your soul is fed, you know, then, wow, your power is is available mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Like you are just, that's your superpower right there. Well, and I think that's probably the so what or the, well, wait a minute, how can I, I, I'm so busy in my life. How can I, I don't have time to prioritize pleasure. You know, it's probably another one of those things that when we do it, we realize that it actually didn't take us any extra time, maybe a little, but what I gained from that in the way of productivity, and, and I don't think that we need to, we should measure the quality of our lives through our productivity, but I do believe that by allowing myself to receive more pleasure out of the things that I'm doing, it does increase my quote productivity. And that might mean just the way I'm showing up for my child today, you know, that I'm more present, I'm more open-minded. So I'm mm. incre- improving the quality of my presence, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that the, the idea or maybe the experiment of even asking yourself, what would I find pleasurable today? You know, what could I do for myself that would be pleasurable? Mm, I love that. Uh, I love that because like you said, a lot of people didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, it's just, it's just a radical, yeah, it's a radical idea because it, it seems like it is mutually exclusive with work. Hmm. That's right. Work's not supposed to be. Well, I don't, that's not true. I'm not even going to say no, that. I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think like, so if we think, how can I do, well, I can't have pleasure today. I'm going to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I know that's not the case for, for you and for me, but, but we, I think even though our lives are very, very busy and we are really enjoying what we're doing, are we taking the pleasure and are we making the pleasure a priority? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, a particular client who this was a little while ago that we were coaching, but he was very focused on achieving the task, which was managing a large team. And the relationships he had with most of the people were, you know, just like, okay, nobody disliked him. But when he started slowing down and paying attention to a the quality of his presence, but then also be like, where do I get my joy from? You know, he, he discovered that he actually had a sense of humor that people outside mm. of work a lot of times would tell him how funny he is. So he experimented with bringing that into the team, you know, and wow, it was really amazing to see what happened in that environment where his, the quality of his relationships like kicked up through the roof just because he was allowing himself to bring into that room, that, that space, a part of himself that brought him pleasure. You're mm. reminding me though about that the people have rules about the roles they play. Mm. Yeah. Right. I can't do that. Or if, if I do that, then they're not going to respect me. Or if I if I indulge, if I take pleasure, then you know, all bets are off. You know, if I mm-hmm. give myself that blue fresh blueberry scone for breakfast, or you know, then I'm just gonna be eating sugar for the rest of my life. You know, like people just take it to and go off the, the deep end. Yeah. They go off the deep end mm-hmm. with it. You know, I've been so good. I can't like as if discipline is and discipline is amazing. Once we need it. It is amazing. Yeah. Right. We we need it. And you know, what if we would be disciplined in making our pleasure a priority? 
So, you know, not to worry that we're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, that you're going to give yourself something that's pleasurable to you and that you'll never come back to the, the hardworking self, the you know, or yeah. the disciplined self. No, it's actually part of the process of being a happy human. Totally. Right. Love we that. were, right. We were having, we were kind of, we came into this world with desires in our heart. Mm, yes. And like a full life means that we have to, express those desires, you know, allow those desires to play out in our life. And we do that in a pleasurable way. Yeah. I think that a, um, a takeaway, another, you know, takeaway kind of question would be to listen within and find out, ask myself, you know, what, what is the desire of my heart or what are the desires that are in my heart? What brings mm-hmm. me joy? Mm-hmm. You know, like a, maybe a, a sort of a starting question is, where does my joy come from? You know, what are the things that I find that, you know, I've experienced this year, actually, we're coming up to the end of a year. I can't believe that, but it is true. You know, so just doing some reflection, like what were all those moments throughout the year when I just felt really joyful and what was happening. And that might be a, a good, give us a, a good sort of barometer or starting place of what are the things that, that fill my heart's desire, you know, and then, and then, you know, of course it, it might be the vacations and the being sitting on the, for me, it's definitely sitting in the sun on the beach. Well, you know, I might not be able to do that every day, but how can I create that experience for myself or create the environment for myself each day? And actually, as I was just said that out loud, it might, this is, I'm connecting these two dots, that moment in the sun by my car, you know, maybe right. that's my way of, you know, my ritual of bringing, you know, helping myself to achieve that desire of my mm-hmm. heart of being on a sunny beach somewhere. Yeah. And I think as you put pleasure, you know, as a priority, when you start to experience your pleasure, I think a natural next thing is you're going to start asking for what you need. And that's going to come from a place of love and expansion versus desperation Mm. and exhaustion. You know, sometimes we're, we're forced to ask for what we need because we're desperate and we're exhausted. But when you start to prioritize pleasure, like, wow, you know, loving yourself enough to ask for what you need. You know, I, yeah, no, I I had a situation yesterday. I was at a doctor's appointment at lunchtime and they didn't have what I needed there. And they're like, okay, well, we'll have, we'll have it sent here. And then you can come here and pick it up. I'm like, wait a second, you're having it sent. I'm just thinking to myself, you're having it sent. Now I'm going to have to come a half an hour here and drive a half an hour back just to pick this up. And dare, I wouldn't dare ask it's doctor's office. You know, they have a protocol, et cetera. And so it all of a sudden occurred to me, like, what if you asked for what you wanted? Mm. And so I said, hey, would it be possible, you know, given that I'm driving an hour, I'd like to have this delivered directly to my home. And I said it from a place of deserving (laughs) that pleasure, you know, Mm. like the the pleasure of my time spent, how I spend my time. And I got a note, you know, she said, oh, well, I'll have to ask the doctor. I got a note last night. Yeah, well, of course we're going to deliver it to your house. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and I love that that from that place of deserving, because sometimes we ask for what we need with like a, an apologetic tone in our voice yeah. or like, well, if it's really not too much trouble and you don't think it's going to be a bother to anybody, maybe someday would you please consider, you know, yes, yes, yes. like, no, <laughs> hey, this would really work better for me. Actually, I had a, I have a woman that asked for some of my time. Um, she wants to just per, she's thinking about a facilitate learning to become a facilitator. And so she wanted to meet with me and um, pick my brain a little bit. And this happens from time to time. And I love to do that. But she wanted to meet. 
in person and in a, you know, meeting halfway. And I thought I started to email her back and with a, okay, let me, let me look at my calendar or whatever. And I thought, wait a minute, no, that's really not convenient for me right now. I, I need to meet by phone and we can do it on a video call so we can still see each other. And I, you know, asked for what I needed and thinking from, again, from a place of deserving. And of course it works out, you know, of course it's, a lot of times like that doctor, it's just what they're used to saying. And it's just what, you know, maybe the way she's used to doing things. So just because I have a different idea doesn't make one or the other right or wrong. And I think that that somehow is tied into the idea of pleasure and asking for what we need. We just have to remove the right and the wrong. And it's just, it is, this is what would be, you know, what would make me feel good right now, you know? Right. Yes. And you know, it is that programming you talked about, you know, Mm -hmm. the stories we tell ourselves about how hard things have to be. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we feel the guilt if it's any easier than that. Right. Boy, so true. This is a, wait a minute, that was too easy. There must be, I'm skeptical now. What's going to happen? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think, you know, I think that this is prioritizing pleasure is a radical idea for most people. And and I would go as far to say that it is a competency to be cultivated because filling our cup in a pleasurable way, having this incredible experience for ourselves as human beings will enable us to really be so much deeper and so much stronger in our power, so much more helpful and useful and yes, available, um, available yeah. for other people. And I will add that with the holidays upon us, and I can't speak for everybody, but many people take some time off of work as they may be present over. And, you know, again, the beginning, the ending of a year and the beginning of a new year, just a great opportunity to sit and reflect on pleasure and my story about how things have to be hard, you know, structured, whatever. And what would it be like to move into 2019 understanding what are some of those things that just give me more pleasure, make my life more enjoyable or a little bit easier. And and what if I was actually willing to give that to myself? Mm. And what mm. a great role model that would be for everyone mm-hmm. else in your life. So true. I find that happens all the time that people are grateful yes. to hear us authentically asking for what we need because it's empowering back to where we started this episode, right? Right. And, and also it, it, it creates some boundaries that give other pe- people permission to create boundaries. Wow. She said no to that. She didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. You know, she's always gone, you know, played that role at Christmas time for all of us, you know, and now she's just taking, she's, she's going to still do something, but it's going to be different so that it doesn't stretch her, you know, beyond her capabilities or beyond her limits. And so I think it's, th- this is a gift that we can give not only to ourselves, but to everyone for the holidays. And I would actually <laughs> love for people to take this challenge from you and me today. You know, whoever's listening, like during this holiday time, take a moment to prioritize your pleasure, whether it's for a day or creating a new ritual or something that you're going to take with you into the new year. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't already subscribed to the Rethinking Leadership podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do so now. And, you know, if there's anybody that you know of that could benefit from this, this uh, recording, you know, please share it with them in this podcast from this uh, episode. And also we want your feedback. What was it that you prioritized? Like, how did that feel? What was it like? Um, What are you going to do about that from now on? 
Yeah. Let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jackie. Thank you, Dee. This is going to change the way I spend my weekend. I can tell you that. Yeah, me too. Most definitely. Okay. Well, another cup of coffee and we're off. We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com, and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com, and we'll see you next time.